We're committed to your pleasure here at the Porncast, and that means we won't promote anything that isn't Alice tested and Yvette approved. And this one is definitely tested. Several times over. Yeah, there was suction. And fluffing. And thermometers. And the tea bags. You mean teabagging? No, I got something in my eye and used tea bags to get the swelling to go down. What did you get in your eye? My husband's balls. It, it took a fucking village. A literal fucking village. And well worth it, because thanks to Clone Willy, we've now cloned body parts on ourselves and willing volunteers. And we can even make them buzz. No pussies or cocks were harmed in the making of this partnership. We live in amazing times. Now, where can our listeners check this out, Alice? To clone it and bone it, go to clonawilly.com and type in promo code TGOM20 to get 20% off your first purchase. This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the podcast that dares to ask if you give someone gonorrhea who gave it to you, is that considered a clapback? I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me, I have my gorgeous, stunning, erotic, sexy... Co-host Yvette John Tremont, this hi, babe. How you doing, Yvette? You know what? I've never dealt with some gonorrhea in my life, so I'm sitting here going, I'm pondering the clapbackosity of returning it. You know what? Why not? Maybe that's the origin of the term. I feel like that's the only time you can or should give someone gonorrhea back is if they originally gave it to you. You're just re-gifting an STD. That's all you're doing. Not an endorsement. Not an endorsement. Don't do this. I mean, unless, you know, here's the thing. In order to give it back to someone, you need to sit there on that act of infection knowing they've been treated for it. And like the process of this seems a little arduous just to get revenge. Like I'd rather, I don't know what I'd rather do for revenge to someone who gave me an S like it's not like someone gifted it to you it's not like they were like here for Christmas I thought you'd enjoy this like it's often like somebody had no idea microbes are sneaky like how does one re-gift that Yvette all I'm saying is this pissy is so hot it burns (laughs) I know think linger about that and call a hospital if that does happen to you i overthought that joke to death i want to take out that entire section of me chewing the life out of that joke that's not okay hey it happens to the best of us so uh, speaking of killing jokes you know so we started actually this podcast with an advertiser but we realized although clona willie is an official sponsor of this podcast there are so many that we probably will never be candidates for Oh my God. I've been joking for so long that like one day we're going to start it off with two girls, one mic, the porn cast that still can't get a fucking call back from Audible. It's we're the only ones, the only goddamn ones. Everyone on the planet has an Audible subscription now. Two Girls, One Mike, the podcast where we actually would give a reason for you to use Dollar Shave Club. I like it. Do you know anyone who's ever gotten Dollar Shave Club? Me. Do you like it? I I do actually. So, but then I'm gonna. I'm a lazy shopper. <laughs> I think we should just run through all of them. Stamps.com. Because they won't sponsor us, I have to actually put on some fucking pants and go to the post office. Stamps.com. The unofficial drug mule of the United States. Stamps.com. The unofficial drug mule of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, we would never. Oh, surely we wouldn't. Well, you know, depends on the drugs. Uh... Blue Apron. Not a sponsor of this show because clearly I still have to go to Trader Joe's. (laughs) Blue Apron. Not a sponsor of this show because we can fucking cook. Blue Apron. For when you need directions and just can't Google. Blue Apron. The born on third kit of cooking. That will work for people who know baseball. Oh, okay. Almost. Then there's third love. Third love, because they know the kind of jokes that we'll make about them. We'll never get a sponsorship. Third love, because I'm still shopping at Victoria's Secret. I don't know why. Third love, because I feel like that name would be false advertising to some of our our listeners. (laughs) Third love, because that would be downsizing how many partners some of our listeners have. Third love, because we need sixth love for dread. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. There are never enough dread jokes. There really aren't. So speaking of things we could put in my mouth, quip. That's another reason we'll never get that toothbrush sponsorship. Quip. Because toothbrushes didn't need much of an upgrade after stick and bristles. Quip. Because if you're easy at gagging, I've got something to put in your mouth. (laughs) Quip. Because after ATM, you need a brush down. So speaking of jobs, how do you get done? A zip recruiter. <laughs> zip recruiter, the Tinder of recruiter websites. Zip recruiter, when you've given up and you just need to apply for jobs with one click, they're there for you. Zip recruiter, when you want one callback from 27 jobs and not a second callback from one job. Zip recruiter, for when you want to be found by an MLM. <laughs> I have to tell you the story. You know who contacted me through ZipRecruiter? Cognizant, this company that does all the outsourcing. I believe all the outsourcing for Facebook's content moderation. And they presented the job as a writer job. Oh, That's how they found me. And it's like they totally misrepresented what it was. And they tried to use like fluffy language around it. So fuck with ZipRecruiter and Cognizant. Anyways. um, You know what they could have also used to contact you? They could have used T-Mobile. They could have used MailChimp. (gasps) They could have. MailChimp, when you want to overspend on email marketing. MailChimp, because they haven't heard of Gmail. There are actually a lot of other cheaper services you can't use. Oh, my God. (laughs) Robinhood, for when you've wanted to lose all your money on an app. Which one's Robinhood? Is that one? Is it the stock one? Yeah. Oh, dear. Robinhood, because if you don't know anything about the stock market... Good for Robin Hood. Or there's at least a Reddit forum for that. <laughs> Robin Hood. Because if you don't know anything about crypto either, good. You should probably come here and they'll take your money. So speaking of taking people's money. <laughs> oh, dear. I think this is a great segue to what happened to us recently. Oh, yeah. We should, um, <clears throat> so we should talk about some Patreon stuff. There's some business. Yeah. So first off, we always want to thank all of our amazing Patreons. And I know we normally thank them towards the end of an episode, but fuck it. We're going to go crazy on you guys this week. This is us busting out. Yeah, we're we dropped an eight ball before the show today. And so we're thanking Patreons first. What? What? Yeah. So this week we want to thank Brian, Andrew Gore, BN, Bob Dole, Bob Mudford, Brentel, Brian Gowdy, Carl, Dave Bullock, Falco Hyfing, Teresa Sell. Ryan Shambly, Shane Wright, Rich Priest Pilot, Mike Sorbetsko, and many, many more. Our Patreons are first off amazing. They get extra content from us. We shoot them over some extra quickie episodes. It's the only way you get a quickie with one of us. And speaking of that, (laughs) (laughs) see, I'm segueing. You're rubbing off on me. Speaking of that. We allow our patrons to do a lot. So we talk to them. We interact. You guys send us your favorite porns. Like we have some amazing conversations. Hell, we hear about you getting stabbed by your crazy ex-girlfriends. The true story from one of our patrons that we chat with every month. It's uh, it's. We love you guys. We dig it. But what we're not okay with, and we have one cardinal rule. One. One rule. What's that rule, Yvette? Don't send us pictures of your fucking genitalia unless and there is a caveat if you are so so desperate to have alice's and my eye holes on your genitalia whether it's whether it's a vagina or penis or something in between i do not care you have to put a funny hat or googly eyes you have to dress it up or And we have a new rule that we're adding this week. Or send us a delightful, we want effort into a video. And we have to see your face in this video too. We cannot have anonymous genitalia floating around. But we need like a five second festive video with like graphics and things. We want to be extremely clear when we say festive video. We want confetti. We want funny noises. We want slow motion. If we can see you toot a penny whistle with your butthole, we want to see this. If you would post this on TikTok, talk we want to see it oh yeah we want to be entertained and if you can entertain us with your genitalia oh bring that the fuck on 
but your genitalia just kind of sitting there like I have genitals too. I, but Alice and I also have partners with opposite genitalia and we can entertain ourselves with those. We don't need pictures of yours unless you make it do a fun dance. Now, the reason we bring this up, dear reader, <sighs> we had someone break our rule Ooh. and not just break our rule to us. And this is why we thank our Patreons because they broke our rule all over our Patreons wall and our Patreons got eyes full of dick. Oh, uh, yeah, <sighs> really eye full of dick. So uh, this specific eyes full of sad dick from a guy named Sergio. We're naming and shaming Sergio. Because you're sending us threatening emails now, and that's not okay. That's definitely not okay. So first off, we are really open with our Patreons. At one point in our $100 level, we even said that we would have our personal emails exchanged so that way we could keep in contact with whomever was at that level. However, we had to change that because people can't play by the rules and ruin it for everyone else. Yeah, this is not okay. Um especially the threatening emails we're getting now. So, um guys, like like we said, we love interacting with you. We have a lot of fun over on our Patreon wall. Please just one rule. One fucking rule. Don't it's I mean, this isn't even don't talk about Fight Club. Uh this is just don't take a picture of one specific part of your anatomy from which you have to extricate that from a couple pieces of clothing. That's not an oops. That's an on purpose. You couldn't follow the rules. So we don't want to see your junk. We also don't want you to hit on either of us. We're very clear. We have our people. We're not looking for new humans to bang. Look, we can take a compliment. We have no problem with that at all. But this person decided, hey, I'm going to post my junk and then was pretty explicit on our page. We decided, let's go ahead and ban this person. And by the way, I'm sorry, but if you'd give us a hundred bucks and then give us a dick pic, I'm going to tax you that hundred dollars for making me look at your dick. This is one of the asshole tax. This is one of the few occasions I can actually charge someone for me looking at an unnecessary dick. You send us money, post on our Patreon wall, things that broke the rules. I don't mean being rude. You're rude. We're going to give you a warning. You know, this is the first time this has happened. Nobody has ever given it. Like, everyone's just kind of nice on there. No, what? Like, we're talking about port. We're making dick jokes. Everyone's been fucking groovy. And one guy comes in and, like, verbally masturbates to Alice and is just, ah, it's, uh... Whew. Yeah, the emails are kind of creepy. My too. favorite is that he decided to come back, pay $2 to become a Patreon again. <laughs> this was so amazing to watch. Slow motion train wreck. And then complain oh. about us, of course, ending with that we're a bunch of uh, fakes go Trump ban abortion because somehow that had anything to do yeah. with anything in this conversation. We're fake go Trump ban abortion. I got nothing. Look, I'm sorry. Sorry that you escaped your own, but <laughs> but yeah, this happened, and now we get threatening emails from him. So we're looking yeah. really forward to going to the police. Like, and again, Alice and I are not exactly people who overreact to things. These are not just emails saying I'm mad that I was banned. They are threats. <laughs> They're very explicitly threats. And you know, you can be flirty, you can be funny, you can you can tell. Obviously, you can tell a dick joke or twenty seven around us. Don't send us your penis unless it's got a fucking hat on it, man. If you're first time listeners, guys, we're super chill. Seriously, we talk about genitals all the time. We're a little obsessed. It's a little, it's creepy almost. Do you guys understand how much porn we watch? A lot. This is what we do. Like I sat down and watched so much dick going into so much ass today. And then after I watched it for work, I watched it for fun. That's dedication. That came out better than I expected. That was an okay joke. I'm okay with that. I'm proud of you. But yeah, guys, we can take a joke. We just don't want to see your dicks unless, again, googly eyes, funny hat, give it a tiara, make it do a dance, do puppetry of the penis. Don't spam our Patreon wall for fuck's sake. But that said, please become patrons because that's how <laughs> yes. we pay for editing. Yes. And we pay for hosting and sending out mics to our fantastic guests that we have on the show. Seriously, we give a shit about our patrons. Uh, we just don't want to see your dicks. Yeah. And we don't or like clits. We're equal opportunity, non wanting to see anyone's genitals unless we ask. Yeah. And I think vaginas are very pretty. 
I just don't want to see any of yours unless I've personally asked <laughs> or unless you know what I mean. And I'm not going to personally ask any of you. I have an exception to the rule. Oh, Okay, so I've always heard of vajazzling. Oh, yeah. If you are, and I think that goes with our, if it's wearing a funny hat rule. Yeah, let's go with that. If you're vajazzled and you want to send us your your vajazzled vajayjay. I want to see that. We definitely, we need to see all of that. So yeah, send us your vajazzled, like, and we want to know about the process. We have questions. All I'm envisioning right now is a Peanuts cartoon character down there above the clitoris. Is that I, too much? Just Snoopy. Snoopy down there. Like, I always just picture there being, like, like something that looked like a comma where their legs <laughs> separated. <laughs> like, what is a Peanuts cartoon character? Like, wh- does the animator consider how they're drawn? Is a copyright infringement if you have a Peanuts character vajazzled? Oh, my God. If you're a copyright lawyer, please email us. Let us know. And if you're an animator, please animate it and send it to us because we're sick, evil fucks. And if you decide to get your vagina vajazzled with a Peanuts character, specifically Snoopy, I really want to see it. That's not even a joke. You know, somebody's going to go out and do it. Oh, my God. I hope they do. Is that a thing people are still doing? I say with horror spreading across my face. (laughs) What if I got it done? Oh, I need it's I'd say get video of the process, but I don't know if that counts as taking video of your own porn like at a thing. I mean, if I do get it done, I'll send it at least to you. So so you're saying there's hope? There's a chance. (laughs) If you want Alice and I to both go get bejazzled and talk about it at a future episode, email info at two girls, one mic. We want to hear what, why, what, how, yeah, should we do this? Why not? Look, people put rhinestones in more inappropriate places like Crocs. This is very true. I don't think you should decorate. You cannot make a croc pretty. A vagina is already pretty. Of course, I do wonder what Dr. Jen Gunter would say about about vajazzling. Are there are there gynecological ramifications of vajazzling? Only depending where you stick it. Yeah, I feel like if you keep above the hood, so to speak, you should be okay. But I don't know if there's potential for like the glue to come. I don't know. I'm all in favor of keeping any... uh, extracurriculars that you don't need to put in there to get off. Uh, I'm definitely away. not Googling vagina glue. <laughs> there was a guy a few years ago who like, and I was praying that this was a hoax and I don't think it turned out to be. That was like, uh, that sold like, it was just vagina glue. It was like, yeah, just glue your shit shut and you don't need to have a period. Yeah. That's <laughs> how biology works, guys. Yeah. I can just turn it off. It's not like it shows up completely inconveniently whenever I don't want it to. Uh. We are failing at teaching reproductive biology, but that is a rant for another day because we have porn to review. We do have porn to review. So we reviewed this week. I mean, I dream of genie porn. It's I dream of genie, but because we have not done a gay, a man-on-man porno for a long time. And we were like, we should, Alice and I should sit down for a girl chat about some men doing some some delightful things. And this is not I Dream of Jeannie. It is Alice. I Dream of Twinkie. <gasps> it was so much fun. It was, it was two hours and about 15 minutes of plot. <laughs> but it was, it was pretty good. It, like, it wasn't our best one I've seen. It was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, okay. So for those of you who don't know what a twink is, twink is gay slang for a young man in his late teens to early 20s whose traits include physical attractiveness, little to no body or facial hair, slim to average build, super youthful appearance. That's a twink. I looked at him. I have minor contention with this guy being considered a twink because I, I always picture twinks to be like just smaller than that, just shorter and teensier in stature. But, you know, I I'm not a gay man, so I could be I'm probably fucking wrong on this. I was excited about this, though, because, I mean, I grew up on I Dream of Jeannie, and it's funny because it was actually, you know, a network show of the 50s and 60s. And I looked into it, and there was so much that I realized that now as an adult, I didn't know. So, for example, I didn't know that, um, you know, do you remember I Love Lucy? Lucy and Ricky had separate beds. Yeah, they weren't allowed to show. I think I want to say it was the Brady Bunch that was the first couple that had them have a bed together on television. There were a ton of them that they weren't allowed to have a bed together. Yeah, so it was actually also one of the popular network shows that had strict bedroom rules enforced. 
Wow. Yeah. So Jeannie and Tony were never allowed to be shown going into the bedroom together and shutting the door behind them was strictly out of the question. If that wasn't extreme enough, even when Jeannie turned into pink smoke, she had to be shown leaving the room alone. Oh my God. Like the only thing they focused on when you were a kid, it was like, you never see Jeannie's belly button. Ha ha ha. Like that's the whole thing they focus on. No one ever mentions, by the way, you see all this other stupid bullshit. Speaking of her belly button, actually. Uh. (laughs) So Barbara Eden, who played Jeannie in the original I Dream of Jeannie. uh, So censors, they were super strict on not showing her belly button. But let's be frank, she wore a crop top for how many seasons? Yeah, like we saw her everything else. But at one point, there was one slip up that actually did cause a bit of commotion during the series. Man, belly buttons. And then, you know, what, 20, 30 years later, Janet Jackson's nipple. We just keep on freaking out about dots on women's bodies. And it's weird because they wanted baggy pantaloons so her legs wouldn't show through. They wanted a belly button covered up. But cleavage was completely fair game. So they wanted her skimpy, but only in certain network acceptable ways. Slut to the imagination. It's weird which things were, yeah, this is totally loud, but this is too far. How dare you? Yeah. The belly button. Ooh, the very sexual belly button. So if you've never seen I Dream of Jeannie, it's a classic American fantasy sitcom starring Barbara Eden as a 2,000-year-old genie and Larry Hagman as an astronaut who becomes her master, whom she falls in love with and eventually marries. The show originally aired in September 65 to May uh, 1970 and was actually the last network series to be filmed in black and white by season two was in color. I didn't know that about the switch over to color being in the middle of that. Yeah. And then they actually didn't even have a theme song either until the second season. What? I know. So that iconic I Dream of Genie song. Yeah. Hmm. So what's nice is this film that we're going to review had definitely tropes that they pulled from I Dream of Genie, but... It was a little different. So maybe we should start with I Dream of Twinkie. So we had a couple prominent gay actors. So we had Chase Young as Twinkie. We had Trevor Knight as Rod Dickerson, Harry Hidley as Doug Jeffries. So we begin with the sepia tone screen and some interesting backstory. So we're told once upon a time, there was a poor genie trapped in a lamp for thousands of years. Twinkie was enslaved to grant three sexual wishes to anyone that rubbed him right and could only be freed and granted mortality upon the receipt of a mortal's kiss of true love. So first off, here's my question. Why is it three sexual wishes? I I feel like this is number one is putting some restrictions on it. Number two, as we find out in the episode, it's not sexual wishes for this person. It's any wish that happens to be of a sexual nature, which kind of deviates from this. Now, the other thing is with Jeannie in the show, it's just kind of she's his servant slave person in perpetuity. So they, you know, of course, change it to three because we had, you know, you can only have what so many scenes before you have to free Jeannie from the bottle, so to speak. You know, I actually was wondering where the trope of the three Jeannie wish came from. Do you know? No, no. So according to Wikipedia, The Fisherman and the Genie is one of the few stories included in every known manuscript of A Thousand and One Nights. Oh, it was one of my favorite, like, picture books when I was a kid. Supposedly, there is an existing 14th century Syrian manuscript or 300 stories um, with the fisherman and the genie, where it's a story about a fisherman uh, catching a fish that happens to be a genie. And that goes back to the 14th century. So there's that. But yeah, I mean, that's supposedly the origin of the three genie wish. And it makes actually a really good plot device. Although I was trying to think of what would I want if I had three wishes, specifically three sexual wishes? You'd wish one of them to be Manuel Ferreira. Obviously. You'd want a motor bunny. I'd want... I'd want a motor bunny. (laughs) You want a motor bunny. Uh, I'd obviously want my asshole to be retained after dread. (laughs) 
Hey, they're very elastic. They bounce back. I would hope. I'm just saying, if it doesn't, I want security. Yeah, yeah. I think a genie for security on that might be, that's life insurance right there. I kind of want to know. I mean, what is I'm, the limit when it comes to vagina? I mean, can we make it a clown car? Can that sexual wish be, can we make this a clown car? How many can come out? Well, you know, technically the Octomom answered that. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, never mind. Uh, pass on that wish. <laughs> Hard pass. She's also proof that it can bounce back. Octomom, if you're listening, we're willing to take you on. We guess there is Octomom porn. So we have questions. We want to know how you're doing. We're legitimately concerned for your vagina. I mean, that sounds like it was difficult. If you are Octomom's vagina, please write to us at info2girlswithmike.com. <laughs> if you're Octomom's vagina's agent. It's a separate agent, actually. Totally different. I'm sure it was. I mean, we're all sure it was a C-section, but dear God, that's a lot of goddamn babies. Yeah. I mean, one for me is a lot. One is one too many for any of my holes. So there. anyways, back to the buttholes in this no. So we began with uh, Rod and Doug, who are running along a beach working out. Doug, I've noticed, by the way, is being a nonstop dick to Rod. It seems like there might be some sexual tension, uh, but we find out later I'm wrong about this. It's just they're just they're picking on each other while they're running. You know, he eventually trips. Um, he's like the osteoporosis kicked in and then he picks us up. And it's this lamp that we're like every time there's a genie story and someone picks up a lamp, we're all looking at it like. You haven't seen every single fucking genie story ever. This is a lamp. You rub it and a genie comes out. Uh, and like, they're always looking at it like, it's, oh, it's a lamp. It's so pretty. And it's like, and I get it. It's like yelling at the characters in a horror movie. Don't go towards the green light. But after the zillionth genie story, when no one ever has an oil lamp like that ever anymore, you're like, hmm. You know, the only thing it makes me think about rubbing is Christina Aguilera. <laughs> All I'm saying is I want a genie in another vessel. I think that is a fair argument. Look, all I'm saying is that specific song, she was talking about her clitoris. <laughs> it's specifically dude's inability to find it, in my opinion. What? Although, apparently she says this, and I kid you not, she did an interview uh, specifically that she said the song is not about sex. It's about self-respect. Liar. Like, Christina, that might be what the studio executives told you as a sweet, innocent 16-year-old, but they lied through their teeth to you so that you would help them make money off of your sweet, innocent sexuality. Okay? Lies. Gentlemen, ladies, you, you just have to rub her the right way. Yeah, with respect. I'm just saying. That's how you rub all women, with respect. I'm just, I'm embarrassed for that. Respect gets me as hot and horny as anyone else, but you know what really gets me going is touching my clitoris with permission, of course. Oh, honey, you're respecting me hard tonight. Mm-hmm. Get down there and respect that clitoris a little to the left. <laughs> Show it some manners. <laughs> I want those manners harder now, faster. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Christina. I'm sure you meant well with that statement. So going back to Doug being a colossal dick in this porn, are you kidding me? It's dirty and tacky like you. Rod decides to talk to his goddamn lamp and says, don't listen to him. I'm taking you home because that's normal. Aww. Talk to him in an inanimate object once you've found it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I always talk to a sea glass when I pick it up. Yeah. That's a thing. Rod, you'll look great in my bedroom. Doug, yeah, fantastic. More shit to clutter up your garbage-style decor. <laughs> That's just not friendly, in my opinion. Like, the tension there, it was hard to tell what was driving it. And, like, the script wasn't written well for the dynamic they were trying to portray later on in the movie. I mean, yeah, the tension was absolutely non-existent, in my opinion, between those two. It seemed like tension, but it seemed more like, you know... You could cut the tension with a spoon. Yeah, it's like it seemed more like buddies punching at each other that we're going to play basketball later, not that we're going to do butt stuff. Yeah. So 
we have Rod going back to his apartment. He's staring at the Aladdin-style lamp because obviously, how else do you know it's a lamp if it's not Aladdin-style? Yeah, I mean, this is, I was hoping, I mean, I think this is why it bugged me. I think this is one of those uh, things where they could have turned it into a pornier thing. They could have taken the lamp and turned it into an enema bulb. Ah, 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 a well-decorated enema bulb. I think that that would have worked. Are you saying a bedazzled enema bulb? <gasps> I want bedazzling on that on the enema bulb. I think that would be a perfect little for the genie. Here at Two Girls, One Mike, we think it's important to support you in your masturbatory habits. It's sex with someone you love. And we love them too. Love's a really strong word according to my therapist. We care about getting each and every one of them a better orgasm, and that is close enough. And we would never recommend anything we haven't personally tested. Which is why you can trust us when we say we highly recommend clone willy Because with clone willy you can masturbate and have sex with someone you love while at home and shame-eating Uber Eats. I told you to take the camera out of my home. Oops. So with Clona Willy, you can make a dildo and now a fleshlight out of your own anatomy. As we found, it's a fun and messy process. And if you're doing this on your partner, they're strategizing and evasive maneuvering. It's kind of like adult risk, but instead of winning a fake country, you get a real vibrator. And do what you want with it. Hang it on a wall. Hide it in your goodie drawer for when you're home alone. Send it to your significant other as the only version of you that's willing to fly United. Use it to fix a broken leak. Or to cause one. Personal experience. Use it as a beer cozy. Smash the patriarchy with the cold one, ladies. So crack a cold one with the boys. Stick it in the girls. Where can our listeners find out more about this madness? <laughs> to clone it and bone it, go to clonawilly.com to check it out and type in the promo code TGOM20 to get 20% off your first purchase. So you see Rod shaking and rubbing it clean. And of course, cue laugh track, the genie comes out. And this is where I have to give them credit. We had a porn with a laugh track. Well done. But they didn't use it only once. They used it several times throughout the film. And I'll give them credit for that because we've seen porns like Friends that use a laugh track once or twice and didn't continue yeah. really to use it. It was so spur Like they were kind of like, hey, look, here's a hint of laugh track. This one dropped it like a they artfully and judiciously used the laugh track. I was happy with that. So kudos to them on that. And Twinkie comes out and he explains he's a genie of the lamp and is willing to grant him three sexual wishes. Again, yeah. so think of your sexual wishes. Write them to us at info at twogirlsonemike.com. How many people are you willing to be DP'd, tree-peed, quatri-peed by? We want to know what the weirdest one is. And if you had a genie, if people will send us in the weirdest ones, I kind of want to read a few of them on the air. No, seriously, let us know a fantasy that you know will probably not happen. Although we really do want all of our podcast listeners to get the sex they want, the craziest sex they want, the weirdest sex they want. Yeah. Oh, so much sex that they want. A friend of mine asked me the other day, uh, you know, how do you know you're with the right person to marry? Because he, he had the mistaken idea that I knew shit about relationships. <laughs> I know how to make mine work. I don't know things about general stuff. But one of the things I told him was, you need to be able to tell your partner, not just, you know, I like this, I like that that you're doing. You need to be able to tell them the weird shit, the weirdest. But like if you saw a thumbnail of and I, I know I joke about tentacles a lot and I joke about it because people kind of hear that and reflexively go, if I liked that, that would be too weird to tell my partner because they would judge me. You need to be able to tell them about your equivalent of the tentacle shit, whatever that is. And if you think they would judge you for whatever your really weird shit is, you know, unless it's kids or animals in that case, no. Like if you don't line up on 80% of the things and your weird shit is like not a thing you think that they would ever be okay with because they aren't someone who accepts your whatever you or accepts kinks maybe it's not gonna work you need to be able to talk about all of the kinks oh yeah so if you have those three wishes and have unfortunately not found that person who you've dove so deep into your sexual fantasies that you haven't found the wow this is the sticky one uh 
What would you ask your genie for? What would you? Let's hear them. And if you got one, you want to be read out anonymously, we would love to do that. That'd be kind of fun. Look, all I'm saying is we want our listeners to be happy and to get rammed or be rammed uh, or do all the ramming that they would like to do or watch the ramming or listen to the ramming or just... We want your genitals happy is what we're saying. We do. I want to specifically read about those interesting fantasies. I'd say the weirder the better, but I also don't know how weird it gets. Oh, no. I want the weirdest. Send them to me. (laughs) Dude, I tried clown porn. Somebody uh, messaged me not that long ago asking when we're going to review clown porn, which means... We have to review clown porn. Uh, You know, uh, this is a well-known scientist who emailed me. So, Sean Carroll, stop emailing us about clown porn. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll tell you afterwards who it was. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I wasn't going to tell you. God, I wasn't going to tell our listeners. Jen Gunter. (laughs) Bill Nye, come on. Oh, you guys. You red nose. Nymph you. (laughs) Neil is into climate change porn. He wants to watch people doing it on top of a wind turbine. That's his thing. So going back to the actual porn. So Twinkie pops out. Of course, Rod is surprised. By the way, they had a smoke machine or a smoke coming out of uh, the lamp. So you knew it was a genie, of course. Yeah. Uh, and silly, sexy master. Every genie has their specialty. And you are the one that received me. Okay. Were you waiting for a sexual specialty? Yes, but I want to know the other specialties that are out there for genies. Yeah. Like, are is there one that's like, I'll do any three house chores that involve getting mold off of tiles, but that's it? Is there a genie of dentistry? Yeah. Oh. A car wash genie. Is there one for wrinkles? <gasps> I need that genie. Get me that fucking lamp. Is there a plumbing <gasps> genie? You know, if there's a plumbing genie, then the number of women that would just not look for men, they'd be like, I got a vibrator. <laughs> I just, I'm going to call this guy the next three plumbing emergencies and that'll probably get me through to the end of menopause. <laughs> God, I mean, how specialized can you be as a genie as well? 2 a.m. ice cream genie. <laughs> My Uber driver is creepy. Please pick me up on the side of the road right now, genie. I lost my house keys for the 14th time, Jeannie. I dropped my phone in the toilet while shitting. Oh, my God. Save me, Jeannie. Is that handbag on sale yet, Jeannie? Is that food still good or have I made a horrible error in judgment, Jeannie? Lights that wish you could do clap on, clap off with Jeannie. Could somebody please pee for me? It's 4 a.m. and I don't know where my glasses are and the toilet is way too fucking far away for this Jeannie. Speaking of peeing, is there a Jeannie for, to tell you specifically when the right times to pee during a movie are? Yeah, that's a Jeannie. I want a Jeannie for that. I want one to tell me how many ounces of fluid I can have and survive the thing. That's a good genie. That is a good genie. A genie of vacation planning around the weather. People would fucking pay for that one. Is there a genie who will get you an umbrella when you've accidentally left it at home knowing it was going to rain? <gasps> oh. And that everyone will be like, what, what are you doing? It's only 20%. Oh, I know when it's raining. I know. How do you know? I have a genie. I want that genie. I want a genie that specializes only in Sudoku games. And And just up and down. Specifically, only to answer to you once you fucked up so severely because you put the wrong number on the wrong chain. Oh, man. Those are painful moments in your life that you just won't get back. But you'll have a genie for it three times. Oh, only three, though. Man. But thankfully, genies aren't owned by gaming companies like EA. Oh, man. If you want to undo this microtransaction with this genie, please send us another $1.99 for genie cold coins. <laughs> Sorry. So the genie explains he can only fulfill three sexual wishes, and then he returns to his lamp where he awaits his next master. So they get interrupted, of course. And of course. The doorbell rings, and of course, who shows up? Mormons! Mormons! And I'm like, there's Mormon porn? We're getting right into Mormon dick? 
And we kind of talked about Mormon dick with Allison on our Patreon content. Yeah, which was why I was like, already? Like, I was having this moment of, I'm like, I'm not on hallucinogens right now. Like, I know we just talked, we talk about it within this one. And the Mormons are there. Rod points at them and says to them, I want to see their sexual fantasy. So, of course, then that we see the Mormons begin boning. Yep all of a sudden onto the couch and I mean here's the thing for this one I skipped a lot of the sex because I'm like I just want to see what the uh, what the plot is for this and it's just it's funny because at first like he uh, uh, the genie does the you know arms together and blink much like Barbara Eden did and he does the you know arms together blink and they go from being at the door to on the couch with their pants off shirts open ties undone making out and they look up uh, at Rod and Twinkie and they're like hey a little privacy and they leave and then the scene just you know goes on it's just gone Bonzo porn from there. But, you know, it was it was cute, though. They had the, you know, the arms together and blink done, you know, as they had in the original. It was a nice throw. Yeah. After the banging, we go to the next day where Twinkie appears in front of Rod as he's trying to fix a laundry. Of course, Doug walks in, wonders why the hell there's a guy dressed in an Aladdin costume. Which is apt to wonder. I would look at my friend and be like, you know, whatever your sexual thing is, good for you, which is pretty much what you know, what happened. Basically. So he ends up leaving. And as he's leaving, he runs into the plumbers because Rod was trying to fix the laundry machine and the plumbers come in. And apparently once uh, Rod and Twinkie leave the room, one of the plumbers decides to remark, we've been getting a lot of queer customers lately. They just (sighs) make me nervous. Oh, how dare you? And of course... Did you see what that kid was wearing? Because yes, a guy in a genie costume will clearly make anyone nervous. I didn't realize the what? genie costume necessarily screamed homo. Uh, that was... They didn't give me that in the handbook, but I guess it says gay. Like, I don't know. But right out of view, you know, we hear Rod say, I hate homophobia. I wish they would just fuck here. And of course... Twinkie is hearing the word wish every time, literally, and goes, as you wish, master, arms together, blinks, uh, and all of a sudden, the homophobe is getting over his fear, so to speak. With his assistant boning over the dryer. Oh, and it's like, this is the first time I've seen a plumber banging scene in one of our porns. I was so happy. And there was a plumber's crack, too. Exactly. It's bonus points for the plumber's crack. You know, a little bit of reality. Goes a long way. Have you ever boned on a washing machine? I'm almost sure I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Indeed. Two guys back. <laughs> See, in my brain, I heard, I misheard that initially. I was like, two guys, one washing machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's. I feel like you, you'd kind of have to go, uh, what would it be, Eiffel Tower for that one? Yeah. There'd have to be some maneuvering, some flexibility, some very long limbs. I have a very tiny laundry room at the moment. So, and actually, this is the weirdest situation because my laundry room has a massive boulder in it. Oh, yeah. That happens. So the house that I have uh, was built over rocks. And there's, I'm not even kidding you, nicknamed it the rock room, because when you walk in, the first thing you see is a massive boulder taking over 75% of the room. Oh. Uh-huh. And then to your left, there's a laundry and dryer, and then the rest is boulder. So unfortunately, well, I wouldn't be able to really fuck on the laundry and dryer because there's, I don't know, the rocks in the way. You could hang over some guy's shoulders while he's eating your pussy and put your hands in the boulder, and you could be his over-the-shoulder boulder holder. Aww. That was horrible. So horrible. many points for that. I am, I'm embarrassed by that, but a little proud at the same time. I'm proud of you I'm okay for with it. it. Okay, cool. I'm glad I'm glad someone is. My mother certainly isn't. Don't worry. Our parents stopped being proud of us long ago. Yeah. Every so often I'll tell mom about something that happens on this and she'll go, That's nice, dear. <laughs> I mean, she's happy for me, but at the same time she's like, Yeah, I don't listen to that. I like your other things. <laughs> she's very she's the most supportive parent I could possibly have. For someone who makes as many jokes about penises as I do, uh, I could not ask for a better mother. But man, like, she's very prim and proper. And I say fuck 
so much. <laughs> Just an interesting combination. So post the plumber's boning, Rod suggests that the genie be a little bit more discreet. So we have a wardrobe montage. Oh, yeah. And it's, it is a fabulous wardrobe montage. If you're here with us for an episode long time ago that will live in Two Girls, One Mike and for me. If you remember uh, from uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls, our character Fag Hagrid. Uh, I believe that Fag Hagrid would approve of this wardrobe montage. If you want to go back and listen to that episode, it was uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. We need to do way more of these gay porns. We need to find more, but like, I'm sorry, but the puns and the plot in that one were better, I think. I mean, as the resident pun sexual on this show. That does define what twists your nipples. It's the puns. <laughs> Correct. So he says, you know, we get a, get a good outfit for Twinkie. And he's like, all right, we're going to pop over to uh, see Aaron play ball. Uh, we have to be discreet. And he goes, okay, master, blinks them over. And he's like, what did I say about being discreet? And a uh, friend comes over playing basketball and says, hey, when did you guys get over here? And Twinkie goes, oh, we just popped over, you know, and kind of gives an almost wing face and then like holds his hand to the side and says very obviously, how is that for discreet? Rob says, back to him uh it's not very discreet when you have to explain you're being discreet you know so then finally uh, the friend asks all right what's the gag and they do a cut screen uh, or and he says you're gonna think i'm crazy and they do a cut screen to uh, yeah i think you're crazy <laughs> you have a genie i mean and specifically again a sex genie yeah a sex genie it's funny because whenever we watch one of these types of things where someone has a magical, mystical thing and we're in on it because we've seen it all happen and then we see their friend that's the disbeliever, we all think we'd believe the guy. No, we'd be sitting there telling them, dude, I have to get you to a mental institution. You're seeing things. Exactly. And what's really sweet is so Rod is able to get Harry to find his true love in this because he accidentally wishes for it. It's the nicest thing that ever leads to shower boning. Exactly. Because Twinkie, of course, needs to know if Rod is on the market. So he asks if Rod and Harry are a thing. And Rod explains to Twinkie that as much as, you know, they're best friends, that Harry is pining over his fellow friend who he plays basketball with yeah. and although harry's always look on the lookout for uh potential suitors for rod you know he wishes he could find someone for himself and that's where the accidental he wishes next uh, wish comes uh, in the third one uh, actually rod accidentally wishes for true love for his best friend who's pining for a twinkie of his own and then cut to shower sex which <laughs> It was shower sex. It was shower sex. If that's what you're into, I recommend soap afterwards because that could get microbes are tricky. That's all I, all I have to say about that. But anyway, on to next bit of plot. Twinkie says, now that you've used up your wishes, it's time to return to the lamp. But Rod doesn't want him to go back to the lamp. And he tells Twinkie he loves him. Now, they've only known each other a day and a half. You know, sometimes when you find your ass, you want to keep your ass. I mean, I have found good ass within a day and a half. I did not tell it. I loved it. No, Ooh. I, you know, I waited at least 48 hours before I told my husband. You waited 48 hours? I waited four years. I waited longer than 48 hours. It was it was a joke to... No. <laughs> no. It's, it was, was it actually four years? It was a while. I think it was like a little under two months for Derek. It was two years before the first time my partner said that, you know, we loved each other. And then it took like four, five, six years before we got it, uh, you know, consistent. Something like that. We had to have a therapist get involved. You know, this is a good message to our listeners. Tell each other if you love each other, tell each other as soon as you figure that shit out. But don't say it within 48 hours. Yeah. No, no. I was joking. I did not say that was a joke. Hope that you understand that. Again, I mean, you can lust for someone within 48 hours. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So much lusting. We lusted a lot. And I still like, I mean, there's an argument to be made that six weeks was still lust. It probably was. But, you know, it worked out. Look, all I'm saying is you could find good dick doesn't mean it's love. No, I've had a lot of good dick. I've had one that I would call, you know, 
I hadn't said to another man that I love them in 10 previous years. So I figure I use it judiciously. See, I use it too much as in like, I love you, man. Let me phrase it. I use it judiciously for men whose penises I, I have been utilizing at the moment. I remember years ago with an ex-boyfriend where I said that I loved his cock and he misheard that during sex. Ruh-ro. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That was... That's a... Ooh. That's a moment. That was a hard one. It might not have been after that. Actually, you're right. It wasn't after that. Oh, that's just one of those words you try to never like. You're like, you can be like, I love this ice cream. Oh, fuck. That word shouldn't have come up near a person that we don't know where we're at with the L word. Nope. Throw it out. Nope. Nope. nope, nope. Actually, don't even love the ice cream. Have really strong feelings for it. I adore the ice cream. The ice cream makes me feel good about myself. And I think it's put me at a good place in my life. This ice cream has come at the right time. It's not going to judge me. I can bring it around my mother. I can be myself around this ice cream. I really can. I've never felt like a complete woman until now. It loves me for my brains and my body. It really fills me up like oh, no other man could. Things I could still say about ice cream sometimes. I'm kidding. No, no. Depending on which thing it melts into. I mean, well, this could be said about men and ice cream in too many different ways. Look, we've seen some weird shit in porn now. Maybe involving nostrils. Oh, God. Maybe involving Coca-Cola and vaginas. Maybe involving armpits. Oh, Lord. Look, all I'm saying is we have seven holes. We have to use them all. We have holes. We have crevasses. We have divots. Are you really using your belly button if... Yeah, never mind. There's a scene in The Matrix that still freaks me out with that. Hmm. Remind me? Doesn't the little bug go in through the... One of the bugs that they're using to track Neo go in through the belly button, or is it just a random hole that it kind of invents in the stomach? I thought it was the belly button. Before he escapes The Matrix, and he's still plugged in. Email us at info at twogirlsonmike.com because we don't remember The Matrix. It was funny because I just went down a rabbit hole with Matrix like fan theories recently. Because that's the thing you do. Uh, and I, I'm almost sure it went in through the belly button. Hmm. It was that scene where like his mouth closes on itself and he's being held down by Smiths. And yeah, anyway. It's been too long since I've seen that film. It still holds up. Oh, yeah. The original absolutely yeah. does. It is absolutely as good as we remember it to be. Ooh, is there a porn with someone who's a really good Keanu Reeves look like? I could be wrong, but I think that Tommy Pistol has been him in something. And Tommy Pistol does a really good Keanu. Like I saw the picture of him and at first I thought it was Keanu. I could be misremembering, but I think it was him. Okay, so clearly I have some more porn to watch. We have work to do. is a goal. Anyways, we had let's we are almost wrapped up with this one. So so Rod is very sad because you know Twinkie's gonna go away and of course he doesn't want him to. He's in love with him before we went off on this tangent about love is a bit of a strong word. And I don't want you to go. I know it's crazy, but I love you. And of course Twinkie is so so happy. Master, I knew it would be you. But how? And anyways, they bang and of course they figure out that the curse is broken because it's only love's true kiss. They're true love's kiss that can break the spell. (sighs) So I have a little bit of contention with this because so Twinkie explained earlier on that if he finds love's true kiss, uh, he becomes immortal. And yet they bone in the lamp. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. how the fuck are they in the lamp? That is a continuity error. You know what? Maybe they're mortal, but they're stuck tiny forever. Oh, wow. That's that sucks. Maybe in the lamp, he has like a genie hotline and he can call a genie friend and be like, yo, I'm mortal. I can get us the fuck out now. But first, you got to get him over here and make me big again. I mean, you would assume there's some sort of a genie hotline so they could all communicate. What else do you do with yourself for like however many hundreds or thousands of years you're stuck in there? Masturbate. Just fucking masturbate a lot. I mean, I can't even imagine, especially if you're the sexual wish genie, you've heard it all. Yeah. Like when he said at first that, you know, genies have specialties, my first thought was, is this going to be like rim jobs or like, is it going to be a specific sexual thing? And then it was like, no, just sex. I'm like, oh, I wonder, does he know all the other genies? Does he have the phone number for the genie? who will run my errands for me. Well, now it's going to be awkward because now that if he's hypothetically mortal, I mean, before he didn't have to eat. 
Think about oh. this. You know what? Maybe he won't be able to maintain that twinkish physique, and he might actually find out that he's a bear at heart. Ooh. And I support Twinkie, no matter what Twinkie chooses for his path. Now, that said, I actually remember, uh, so last year when I was at a conference, I flew out this kid actually to the American Atheist Conference Oh yeah. who uh, he came from an Orthodox Jewish community. And yeah. it was one of those really, really restrictive sects where he couldn't eat uh, specific things, actually a lot of things. So for example- Is it the same sex that our friend BJ was in? Possibly, like he- Similar. Like when we took him to a Mexican restaurant, he had no idea what most of the things were. Oh. So Mm. I did the charitable thing and I decided we're ordering everything off the menu. Wow. We ordered everything off the menu. (laughs) With his mind just blown trying all the new flavors. He had 12 different types of tacos hands easily. Oh my God. That's fantastic. The thing that lit my heart up was just someone being able to have like a carne asada for the first time or just try shrimp. I don't know. It reminds me, like my mom likes to say that she is um, younger in in Pomnico, which is where a tiny little village in, in Nova Scotia where our family is from than she is in the U.S. Because like her cousins that are about the same age as her, like within a year or two, they remember being like the first time they had pizza. Wow. Though, like some of the foods only made it up there like a decade later. Then they, because my mom grew up in Boston, all of our relatives are in this teensy village. But yeah, remembering the first time you did certain things that were just kind of happening in normal people's lives. Like, can you imagine being our age now and getting, having your first bacon cheeseburger? Well, I can because I only had a Twinkie this year. You're not missing much. To be fair, a bacon cheeseburger, on the other hand, though horrible for you, tastes pretty fucking good. I also never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich until I was 18 years old. Sometimes people just don't have them. You know, it's interesting how you grow up in different cultures and certain things are just, yeah, yeah not a thing. Yeah, because you weren't, uh, you only started speaking English when you were how old? I was five or six. And it was weird because I was stupid good at math, supposedly. And I remember I was great at math. Tried communicating with my classmates. Yeah, that didn't work. So they put Aww. me with the trailer kids. Oh, Yeah. So I got to play board games and stare into uh, each other's eyes and say the color of each other's eyes. I'm picturing you swearing at all these kids in Polish all day long. I'm picturing you being like, like just quietly with a smile on your face, like cursing these kids straight to hell. And you're, and the nuns just being like, oh, Alice is smiling. She's happy. The slow one is happy at least today. (laughs) The worst part was actually, uh, so from kindergarten to eighth grade, I was in an elementary Catholic school. It was all one facility, all one school. And they had the trailer kids who were the ones who needed a little bit of extra help. And I was only put in there because they didn't really have an ESL program. And then there was the normal classes. And then there was Kaleidoscope, which was for your advanced students. When I was in the normal classes, I was frequently bored. I was trying to get into Kaleidoscope, but you needed a teacher's recommendation. But every time I got one, the teacher would leave the school. So what was nice and reaffirming was when I went into uh, high school. uh, So this is a little too much information on me, but hey, I'll go for it. So I went to a high school that did blocks and did phases. So there was phase two, three, four, and five. uh, So you could be you know, more advanced in one subject. And if you're, you know, need to learn at a slower pace at a different one, that's fine. Mm. And I was phase five in everything. So that just reaffirmed I'm the smart ass I always thought I was. Yeah. I have no doubts in your ass's intelligence, Alice, Uh, ever. Me either. Sometimes my ass is too smart for its own good. I think you could sit on an ice cream cone and tell us the flavor. That is an intelligent ass. It feels like licorice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. To hell I go. Anywho, so overall consensus on this porn, I think it had some funny. Th- I like that uh, our man who picked up Twinkie, uh, the original astronaut who picked up Twinkie was uh, Major Nelson. I think believe it was Rod Nelson. This was Rod Dixon. So, uh, you know, not a bad little they did. You know, they did something that made it porny. Not bad. Not bad. If you're looking for predominantly gonzo porn, if you like, you know, gay guys fucking, 
this is for you. And you want a little bit of giggles between it. But like, you know, we love our really plot heavy stuff. All I'm saying is we need to watch more gay porn so that we can find more good gay porn. Like, I like that we sit here and we kind of go through these alone. But we have to get a gay porn connoisseur on the show. And I feel that we are not... We are not the connoisseurs of this that we should be. Oh, clearly not. Uh, Not at this point. I feel we have neglected this genre (laughs) severely, especially because there are so many good titles just sitting there right for the pipping. I think... Excuse me, but I was looking at this and I was like, do we do I Dream of Twinkie or Drilligan's Island? Yeah. It was so hard. No pun intended. (laughs) We ha- yeah, let's do Drilligan's Island really soon and get it up there. It's I think let's like sometime in the next like month because we have a recording schedule kind of scheduled out a little bit now, which is which is nice to see. But at the same time, it's like when do we record again? <laughs> when do we sit down just you and me and record a thing? But yeah, uh, Drilligan's Island. If you if you are listener have a gay porn that you want us to review, email us info at two girls one mic because we love these. We just this is just not our normal territory and we don't know what to hunt for. And if you are a gay man or gay woman who really enjoys gay porn or just a straight person who just enjoys gay porn as well because i've met a lot of women who are into gay porn i mean i enjoyed the fuckery that's all i'm saying uh email us we would love to know more terms we would love to educate our audience seriously that's why we have an email address it's there for a reason and just to remind you not for your dick pics oh yeah yeah um unless slow motion confetti and music i want house music to that I want to see a confetti cannon. If you can't actually fit it in your ass, I want it photoshopped to see an explosion of confetti glitter coming out your partuka, okay? But not just a shot of your penis or your clitoris, whichever. I just, just please, please keep it funny. Yvette, where can our listeners find your mouth clitoris? Oh, Oh, baby. Uh, y'all can find my mouth glitterous over at the Cybabe on Twitter and Instagram and over at Facebook.com slash Cybabe uh, for snark and science and occasional dick jokes. Alice, where can our listeners find your lovely face and your delightful, snarky, funny filthy words well they could find me at rational blonde on twitter or you guys can also find us on patreon.com slash two girls one mic we thank you guys for listening this week uh, share the word with all of your friends who listen to podcasts or don't or just anyone who talks about porn or listens to it or watches it i guess tell all your friends who watch porn so tell all your friends and we will see you guys next week Bye-bye. Bye-bye.